0: What is up, Activators, and welcome back to another episode of the Activated Authors Podcast with myself, Danny Wilcox, and he with me every single ink is...
1: Did you just say every single ink?
0: Yeah, I was just trying to go fast, and then I got pipped at the post.
1: It confused me.
0: that pesky little word, weak.
1: (laughs) It's me, Sam Frost, hello! Hey, Sam
0: Frost, we're robless this week. Yeah. Someone's done a robbery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just... Oh, Rob. I got no puns for you. I got no puns.
0: Oh, man, that's going to happen a lot this episode, I can already tell. For whatever reason, I thought my weird gritty thingy cough thing had gone, and it's weirdly come back today and only comes back when I laugh or talk or have fun. So uh, this should be a fun episode. If you hear no muting from me, which obviously why would you hear a mute, Um, then just assume I'm not having fun. I'm definitely having fun. Anyhow... Sam, over to yeah. you.
1: Cool. Hi, welcome to uh, my home studio. You'll currently see me. I'm sat on my bed yet again due to the fact that my health continues to be a mystery uh, to the medical profession, but a pain in my constant arse. Dan just coughed. He's having a good time. My job's done. Back to you, Dan. <laughs>
0: I like that word medical marvel
1: because yeah. it
0: makes it sound positive.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean, like
0: you're a medical marvel. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm not captain, though, am I? I'm not Captain Marvel.
1: <laughs> I'd love to be Captain different. Marvel, just because, like, I, I feel like not that many people like me anyway, so I could deal with that part. <laughs> like, like talk about overpowered character, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could do with it.
0: Yeah, but yeah, no news on the medical front.
1: Um, no, nothing, nothing major. Just oh, there's a pug trying to uh, get onto my bed, so apologies if the camera is wobbling. Um, yeah, no, nothing major just waiting on stuff still um yeah i feel like absolute crap today i have um a really high fever and um incredible stomach pains Mm. so if at any point i sound weird or uh i go green it's nothing to do with you dad oh
0: appreciate that this time this time around yeah yeah Mm. well i've had a busy week as
1: well I haven't had a busy week. How's your week been? Um, oh, I mean, something... you didn't ask me how my week was, but sure. How's your week been?
0: That was kind of how, how your week is. How, how oh, was your okay. week, Sam?
1: I mean, I've just told you. I don't know why you're asking me again. How uh, was what? your
0: week been? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> this isn't fun. Um, it is, but it isn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, professional. Um, yeah, a thing happened this week that I'm not sure if I can announce because it's not really my place to do so thus i'll just leave it hanging in the air like the bad part is
1: did i win the lottery and no one told me
0: no unfortunately not unfortunately not um but yeah a really cool thing happened but that's
1: (laughs) oh okay yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: god sam come on now i know my brain was like was just ticking through all of the projects that you're doing and like activated officer and i was like i mean there are cool stuff but that seems like a big the way you said it and then my brain went how about uh, oh yeah yeah. Yes. yeah yeah
0: yeah so that's cool like the thing happened the, the thing's quite cool and when i can i'll say some more so other than that um <laughs> other than that i have the little one for the summer holidays and we've been doing lots of walks for and two weeks, for two weeks. And, <laughs>
1: gonna get hot wheels. and we're gonna get
0: hot wheels and it's uh a really big garage, a really big garage.
1: The life and, of a parent when you're trying to work and it's the summer holiday. Mhm,
0: mhm. So I've been trying to get up early, get things done, all that kind of stuff, but then struggling to get up early because a thing happened that I can't go into. <laughs> um, but then this morning I did randomly wake up like quarter to four, uh, quarter to five. So I was just like, oh, I'm up. I'm gonna do some stuff, and I've got a load of stuff done, which I'm quite happy with. I finished, uh, finally finished all the edits for the Halloween story I'm doing for the Other Stories podcast. Um, that's all being recorded at the minute by the narration team. Plus I've roped in a few extra people as well to do some parts, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just as a reminder for people, because this will be going out on all the final day on the deadline day of the Cthulhu <laughs> chant. If you want to have your voice featured in a real life episode of the Other Stories podcast and heard by tens of thousands of people amongst a group of other chanters, then head on over to the theotherstories.net forward slash dream and you can find out all the info on how to get involved then. It's literally like a 10, 15 second phrase, upload it, throw it over, and then we can build a whole cultish chant from your vocal goods.
1: Good. Yes. Started strong, ended medium, Yeah. but good.
0: Yeah. Um, what else has happened? I've also built a dashboard for my office stuff in Notion, which is very cool. Um, yes. And I'm, yeah, go on.
1: I was just gonna say yes, it is cool. And I've Dan Dan texted me and showed me yeah. it, and I was like, I want one.
0: I want one now. And he was yeah. like, well,
1: what do you want it to be? I was like, Don't ask me questions. Just do just it. Make it. <laughs> don't ask me questions you know I don't understand or how to answer. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the minute because I've I've made a few different dashboards over the last few years. Um and every time I'm like learning more of the things that I actually use and the things that I don't. So mm-hmm. it's it's getting more and more simplified. It's more and more built in a way that it works for me. Um it's working very well so far. So enjoying that. And then also um, in the middle of building a website for a client, which is a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, that kind of, well, yeah, brings it all around on top of obviously fatherhood and all that kind of stuff. Um, what is something that you've enjoyed this week?
1: I have really enjoyed my son this week. He's been genuinely a pleasure. Like, I'm, I'm, really struggling at the minute like genuinely really struggling um just with just normal stuff let alone anything on top of that um and there's been a few times like um i took the dog out yesterday because he's not been getting as much exercise as he should because obviously i find it very difficult to walk at the minute just ask dan aka professional wheelchair pusher um but i took him out on his birthday which was the day before and then yesterday i was like if i did it yesterday i can do it today it was an error i really shouldn't have done it like it made me very ill um but miles came with me and then on the last leg of the walk where literally um my legs were barely holding me like up miles just put like his arm around me and and he's um, linked my arms and he was like, come on, mom, don't worry. I got you. And mm. it was like, it was, it was heartbreaking. Cause I don't ever want him to feel like he has to, but it was also heartwarming the fact that like mm. he just did. Um, so that made me feel like incredibly proud of him and of myself a little bit, because obviously, you know, we raise our kids mm-hmm. um, the best we can. And then he's been doing a lot of, um, creating Norse mythology characters on his stick nose animator. Um, and when I say, I mean, like he has been sat down, He's he's been in my room at the desk, he calls it his desk space. And like there's been, you know, he's had his coffee cup full of uh, fizzy juice yeah. and, um, you know, he's, he's been eating up here and like he's been using my desk and everything. And he's been working so hard and he came down yesterday to show me and my sister, what he'd done. And as he was pointing out everything, he was like, I'm really happy with this. I'm really proud of myself for this bit. Like this detail, it might not look like the thing, but actually to get this to do this is incredibly difficult. And Mm I'm on here I've lined them all up perfectly and I'm really proud of that. And it was just so beautiful for me to hear him speaking so positively about himself and Mm -hmm. about something that he'd achieved. And it just reminded me that like, we all find our own paths in our own way and just because like you know kind of paths that are put in front of us for us things like you know formal education and that kind of thing that we have to go down um don't fit everybody the same Mm -hmm. and while miles is not a fan of like traditional school and the rest of it when he has something that he loves and he's interested in he will like just he 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 does what we do, like he he just dives in mm-hmm. and he will emerge when he's finished. Um and so it's just really lovely to see him so involved in something and then at the end of it actually genuinely proud of what he'd done. Yes. Um like he showed me my sister, then he went upstairs and me and Random and were like Yep. Yeah. Just crying. I just I mean it's it's raining on my face too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my eyes are a bit sweaty. Yeah.
1: yeah. So Like I really genuinely enjoyed that. Um, Just him, yeah. It's it's always a pleasure to see him outside of like the term setting because you get Mm -hmm. to see who he is as opposed to like his you know anxiety around. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I've enjoyed. How about that? That's beautiful. Thank you. How Mm. about you? Did you say something?
0: Mine was a book. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For people who are not watching on YouTube, I'm holding up Camp Damascus by Chuck Tingle um, and yeah, this is one what of the... the
1: name? I'm so sorry, but Chuck Tingle.
0: Chuck Tingle. Uh, very, you... very enigmatic person. Um, their profile picture is normally just them with a pink bag on their head that just says something about love. I can't remember the exact wording, but uh, this is one of the, the books that I've been seeing floating around loads in like the horror space and also uh, they gave away a free advanced copy while I was in Pittsburgh. Um, it's. I have to hold it in front of me. Bow. So I have been devouring this because uh, the blurb is, uh, welcome to Neverton, Montana, home to a God-fearing community with a heart of gold. Nestled high up in the mountains is Camp Damascus, the self-proclaimed most effective gay conversion camp in the country. Here, a life free from sin awaits, but the secret behind that success is anything but holy. And it it's just really, really like, it's an amazing read. It's um, obviously an LGBTQ read as well. Um, about all this uh, gay conversion camp and everything else. And it's, I don't know, it's just been a a pleasure to go through. You really get a sense of the character and who she is. Um, It's got really cool reveals. Like, although it's horror, there are definitely horror elements, but I would say it's like, for anyone that's unacquainted with horror, this is actually not a bad way to go. There's a few gruesome bits in it, um, but it's not overly laced with anything, at least, you know, I'm, what, 178 out of 240 pages in, so maybe there will be at the end. but it's just a fantastic book and I'm really enjoying it.
1: Nice. The
0: only, uh, <laughs> the only fault I do have, and this is such a me thing, um, because of how my fingers are painful at the minute, the pages are thinner than the usual book, which means as I'm trying to hold it, it gets very, very floppy. So I have to hold it firmer in place. Otherwise, it like bends and goes weird in my hand, which then hurts my fingers. Other you hear than... that, Chuck? <laughs> sort your paper stock out.
1: I mean, that's an advanced copy, isn't it? It is, so, yes. So who knows what, what the final will be? It won't be like that. <laughs>
0: One I used to, hope.
1: Well, I used to read um trad Pub, um arcs for uh, my local uh, independent bookshop, mm-hmm. and they're always they're always floppier in the because you know it costs a lot of money to print a book, so when they're when it's the like proofs, like not for res- resale and all all mm-hmm. you know, it's
0: just they're cheaper. always
1: of a lower quality just because it's not the finished product.
0: Yep. Yep. No. But yeah, Camp Damascus by Chuck Tingle. Check it out when it comes out. Um, our wins from the community this week. Uh, I've picked three because oh. they're all from uh, people that have recently joined us over on our free community online, which you can join for free at activatedauthors.com. Activated I think I've said online? it Online? The- <laughs> online. On the line, everyone. <laughs> Get your tight wire out. It's on the line. Um, Go on the Google. So we've got Edwin Downwood who says, after a week of being distracted by a book description question from which I got my latest post on the Sci-Fi channel, I got back into my work in progress where I'm working through getting ready for the next twist scene, which is always exciting. Um, We got one from the lovely Carolyn who says that she wrote something for a contest on Readsie, which is also very exciting. Uh That is
1: very exciting.
0: Yep, Carolyn joined us from a lot of the different horror groups, so great to see Carolyn over here. Nice and cm simpson uh, i completed the edit of the book i completed earlier this month and added in the crunchy bit and got it shipped off to the next layer of approval who's approving it
1: i don't know but what's the crunchy bit
0: oh it's the like honeycomb part or the almonds depends if you've got any intolerance on that. um yeah. but yeah congratulations to all it's really nice to see everyone sharing the wins over on our free on the line community <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Oh, good God. Oh, are you still on mute? Because I couldn't hear you then.
0: Oh, that works out well. Perfect. (laughs) Seamless.
1: What did you say?
0: I was about to talk and then you went to talk and then I was like, oh, you can talk. And then you were like, oh, you're on mute. And I was like, oh, come off mute then. And then I was like, oh, hi, let's go. And you were like, what did you say? And then we ran in a circle.
1: Okay, cool. Because I was talking to tell you that I couldn't hear you talking. Ah interesting what's yeah. this week's question <laughs> <laughs> okay so this week's question is simple on the surface um but i have a very um, clear motive for asking this question which i don't think will be difficult to discern and the question is how can i be more productive or I don't how know why you've asked you... me how 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 can you be more productive if we're like the royal you, if we're showing mm-hmm. it out? Yeah. I'm going to hand that to you because, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going insane. Mm-hmm. Go, Dan, go.
0: Okay, first things first, take stock and establish a baseline.
1: Okay, what does that mean? They're fancy so, words.
0: So in order to be productive, mm-hmm. you need to know what it is you're trying to be more productive than. So you know, if you're looking to be productive in writing, and this is one of the reasons that lots of people measure their um, productivity in words, which we can go into a bit later, but I'd argue isn't the best way to do it. If you are currently writing 100 words a week, that's your baseline. How can you be more productive? Find ways to write more than 100 words a week consistently. So in order to be productive, you have to establish your general flat line of where it is that you're beginning from, so that you can work out where you're going to go. It's very similar to the the whole like goal building thing because essentially goals are a way for you to be productive. Um, the other big thing when considering your baseline is also taking stock of um, what is going on in your life and what your capacities are, what time you got available, what season of year it is. You know, I'm very much in a position where I am allowing myself. The, these next few weeks to be considerably less productive than I would like to be because obviously I've got parental responsibilities for this week which I don't normally have and that does take a lot of energy it takes a lot of time obviously I want to give everything I can to being there for the one who I won't name for fear of them um, <laughs> you know what I mean he's behind you exactly uh, and so you have to it, it's, it's a case of trying to work out what you want your goal to be, how you, what you're trying to be more productive than, and then also taking stock of what's coming up over the next weeks, the next months, so you can try and factor some of that in. Um, one thing that I, as a writer, struggle with a lot, and we actually had a conversation on um, this morning's Zoom uh, Discord sprints with the uh, Activated Authors Plus members, is um, the difference between writing and editing, because when I've been editing for the last week, which for whatever reason makes me feel less productive because I'm not producing new words, Mm-hmm. and so i'm looking at the word counts of my current work in progress i'm going like i'm not chipping away at that but at the same time editing is a phase of production it's a phase that uses your mind power it, your imagination like you have to be so meticulous when editing because you're creating the final building blocks of the project again that you're, going to, you're then going to send out to people um so i would say start super super simple start with one thing start with small things and build up from there. Um, I know we had this uh, a while back when I was in the the flat, Um, but exercise wise, which is something I definitely want to be more productive on. um, I started to get into the habit of just doing like a 10 minute walk on the treadmill every morning, just to say, this is happening. This is something small. I'm not going to go out and run for three hours because number one, it will kill me. And number two, like if you hurt yourself too much, you're then going to have to backtrack and start all over again. Mm -hmm. Like I, Went walking with um, my sister's dog the other day and went, <laughs> because she's a border collie, they run fast and she wanted to run. So I went for a run with her Nutella. That's her name, just not a, not a dog in a jar of Nutella. Um, and I've not run since before my accident. And so I was fine there, I was fine back, but in the final walk home, my knee started to twist because it just wasn't used to to running again. And I've allowed it to heal. I'm going to start like working up and building up that muscle again because I want to get back into running. But in order to do that, again, I have to take those small steps like I use apps like um, the uh, couch to 10K because it's built in times and distances and things to help you slowly work your way up. And at a point in which I didn't think I could run anymore because my knees were screwed, that app helped me because it forced me to slow down so that I could get better and speed up. Um, Like that's. uh, Conceptually, that's the overarching principles There's obviously like many factors of it, things that we've spoken about, things that like we all know. So like when I say take stock of your your life and things you're doing, sleep is always going to have an effect on how productive you are. If I've had bad sleep, I'm more likely going to be less productive. If I'm not eating well, then my body's not being fed properly and it's not maintaining what it needs to be to be in its optimum place to be able to be productive. You know, things like finances can impact that. Things like relationships can impact that. There's a lot that that goes into it, which is why I created the um, activated author matrix, available for free on the website. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not just a plug to like, as I say, it's absolutely free, so you can just grab a copy. But those kind of matrices work really well for me because they allow me to score the different parts of my life, so that not to compete with other people, but so that next month I can go right. I'm going to try and focus specifically on this thing that I'm that lacked on a bit this month um and it's accepting the reality that you can't always have a perfect score that some months are going to be harder some seasons of your life are going to be harder and these ones i am speaking specifically to yourself as well as to myself from the past few months as well um it's it's hard especially when you want to like i've i've worked a job before in which it was sort of 40 50 hour weeks i was full-time parenting pretty much um and wanting to be productive as well. And then it was hurting, like physically hurting to not be able to be creative in those moments of downtime. And you work with what you've got at the time. You find that small thing, you try and get it consistent. If you fail, you try again, you build it up. And the one thing that I, will ne- that I will kind of cap off on, like it's never a straight line. Like I've had months in which I've hit six to 10k word days every day and then now i'm lucky if i can get sort of 2000 in a day and that's not because i can't physically write that much it's because my the entire way that my life is built has changed and so i have to accept what i can do and try and factor that in and i think part of it as well comes back to um the happiness equation that i'm sure i've said in here a few times before but um happiness equals reality over expectation so it's in the moments in which reality doesn't line with what you expect to be happening or want to be happening that that real discomfort starts to stir inside you and things become harder. A lot of being productive is facing yourself and going, where am I right now? What do I need to do? What are my limits? What am I? There is, um, I mean, this gets a bit into corporate stuff, but there is a um, oh, SWOT test that you can do, which is uh, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. And so you look at the things that you're strong at, that you can do well. You look at the weaknesses in the sense of the things that you don't do as well. Opportunities, what are the things that are around you that can help you be more productive, that you can work towards? And then threats, what are the things that are going to stop you? And there's stuff like that you can try. But broadly speaking, it's how you be more productive.
1: So the reason I ask this question is very um, personal and selfish. Um because at the minute I can't really do anything Um, and it's very painful I don't have um, a great track record with consistency generally because of how my brain works (laughs) but at the minute because either I'm in um, in pain that I can't um, cope with which for me on its own is a is a statement because my pain tolerance is higher than average or my brain is hampered by the painkillers that help me function um quote unquote and so I um held back from doing anything really not only productive, but um, just your general things. So, you know, going out for a walk or making dinner, um, dealing with long conversations, just really normal stuff. And it's gotten to the point for me now where it's so painful not to do things that I'm really trying to do them, but because of where I am with my health, which hasn't changed, I can't, I still can't. And so I'm trying and I'm really struggling. Um, And I knew asking this question i knew um obviously not your exact words but i knew what you were going to say because i agree with you mm-hmm. um and it's just every kind of point you hit just hit harder because you know i have insomnia so my sleep often like isn't great Um, My diet is really not good at the minute because I can't stand in the kitchen for long periods of time to make anything. So it's either I'm grabbing something really unhealthy um, or I'm ordering in, which I can't afford, which then goes on to finances, which are horrible at the minute because I can't do anything to uh, even attempt to bring anything in. Um, And the thing that I've had as a shield for the longest time, which is my creativity. I am struggling. It's, it feels like it's a sword hanging over my head as opposed to a shield at the moment, because all I want is to be able to produce art. And I can't my brain isn't working the way it normally does because of the painkillers. Obviously it's like you say it's summer holiday, so I have a lot more parental duties. And I just it was that like it was that moment of desperation of I just need to know how I can do something. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when you're writing a book, you you know, we always talk about kind of the the um the soggy middle, yeah, and I feel like I've been caught in that for the longest time, um. And it's just it's very very difficult, um. And that's putting it politely. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to hold on to the impermanence of everything, and the fact that like, you know, this will change eventually but it doesn't help right now and it's just I guess as selfish as it was to ask I also wanted other people that might be going through something similar or who have chronic illness whether that's physical or mental to understand that like you're not alone and it sucks Mm -hmm. um and yeah, because obviously, you know, we come on here and we talk about stuff. And I have a lot of opinions about, you well, know, just everything really. Everything. Um, um, but specifically, you know, when it comes to kind of things like healthy productivity and um, knowing yourself and all the rest of it. And I am day in, day out finding myself running against a wall. Because all I want to do is what keeps my brain from trying to hurt me, mm-hmm. which is create. That's that's what I use to keep myself safe. And there are, you know, some things that I have been doing in the sense of like sewing or or scrapbooking. But it's got to the point now where it's not enough because I know I'm doing it because that's my only option. Mm-hmm. And it's not stimulating my brain. It's not making me feel good it's not releasing that dopamine it's not challenging me yeah um so I guess even though I know the answer I change the question slightly and say how do I be in any way productive right now Mm -hmm. because I don't know how and it hurts it hurts Mm -hmm. well
0: so I think two things from from that one of which is the reason I started with find your baseline and find what works because you talk obviously about like this idea of how people see productivity or this kind of like toxic productivity stuff like it's not a competition like it's however productive you can be is going to be different to someone else and like it's all well and good using people as um inspiration as targets as you know even if you don't know them people decide they compete against like it's it's you you've got to face As obviously you very well know. Um, And so I think bottom line is true. I don't even like the word productivity for this, but true productivity is what can I do today that makes me even 1% better in one area than what I did yesterday. And it builds up from that. So even if it's, I'm going to try for five minutes. Just to write a thing, just to start sketching a thing, just to see how that goes. Because obviously, the situation you're in is, you know, the the pain is a real obstacle, a real barrier, and there's no, there's no denying that. Um, In those rare moments in which the pain does ease up, grabbing a five minute for yourself and just figuring out, you know, what it is that you want to get done. I know it's hard when, obviously, all your options are limited and stuff, like, and hard is, again, an understatement, um, and I really hate that, like, you're going through this at the minute, and I assure you it won't last forever, um, but I can fully get, you know, where this question comes from, why you'd ask it, and given, obviously, what I know about you and kind of how, again, this is why, the sort of life matrix. I'm not suggesting you do the life matrix. But that's kind of for people listening. That's why I say you do it, you base your score. Because even if like, it's not, it's not no one's ever going to win every single area of their life, it's just not possible. But again, to establish a baseline to know roughly where you are, so that you can get you can then go, okay, what's this next obstacle I need to need to sort. Um, and the reality is, you know, there are certain situations in which um, the creativity takes a bit of a, a, a backslide in some ways. And I'm not saying again for you, because I know that's again, your um, like defense against this stuff, but again, speaking to sort of the wider um, public, there are points I've had where I've had to step back on creativity and focus on life or Bailey or money or whatever, um, when I want to be doing anything but, because ultimately you have to make sure that your fundamental building blocks are in a place that it eases it eases up and if you ignore one basic area of your life like it's all it's going to come calling to you sooner or later um so it is it's difficult it's a balance of trying to get all of these things in like in line and then you know putting the creativity in with that but my i mean as i say Trying to get even five minutes is helpful. I don't know, um, and this kind of gets a bit more granular into what you're going through, but I don't know if you've ever tried, like, dictating poetry or, you know, even just, like, journaling or something in the morning just to try and spark those muscles and, and to bring that back up again.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure necessarily about the poetry. I know it sounds weird because even the poetry I write is to be read, uh, mm-hmm. like, out loud. <laughs> Um, but I can't- like, i me and dictation don't work very well, yeah, um I mean the other I, side
0: of it it could be just chronicling the journey through vlog.
1: I enjoy vlogging um <laughs> I enjoy vlogging, and you know it is a creative thing i I feel like. Yeah, maybe I need to do some work on what I define as uh, creativity. Mm -hmm. Because for me, if I'm not like getting my hands dirty, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. And um, the way I'm at least attempting (laughs) to vlog is kind of like you're with me while I'm doing things as opposed to that being the thing, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So. Yeah, I guess I'm struggling to to pick up the camera because I feel like what's the point? Because I'm not. There's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway,
0: <laughs> I think I it's like... it's an absolute valid question to bring up, and again, like given your situation and given the message of you know what we do with activated offers, it's like we we take into account everyone and not just the people that are flashing you know how hard they're working online how well they're doing all that kind of stuff like you know this is these are real creative journeys and like I really appreciate you sharing it on the podcast and being as open and vulnerable as you are like obviously I'm unsurprised because I know this is who you are um but I do think it's definitely worth especially because I I do know quite a few people that you know they struggle with um you know chronic pains and fatigue and all this kind of stuff and it is you know all, all all the advice that I've kind of said today, in the way that I say them, I hope that they're still somewhat useful, as opposed to, again, like, you must get up at 5am, and you must slam the weights, and then you must drink two liters of water, all of this kind of stuff every day, which again, if you can do that, fantastic, and I think it's awesome. Um, but there's a whole, there's a whole spectrum. And again, it all comes down to you and what you're capable of, and where you're at, and what your limits are, and what your strengths are, and all that kind of thing. And so yeah, I think it's a an incredibly worthy question to be asked.
1: Thank you. I think it's probably um a good idea for us to end it there before I uh turn into any more of a uh blubbering mild of flesh. You heard her. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. Oh no, cough. <coughs> oh, I didn't mute it, and I thought I had. Anyhow. No. Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, right, well we will wrap up there. Um and so don't forget we have a free on the line community. You can come over <laughs> and join. It's on the line. It's on the line uh, over <laughs> at activatedauthors.com. There you can find all the info you need to get involved. Come and join our growing group of amazing writers from all over the genre pond. And uh, there are also going to be extra bonus benefits coming to the Activated Authors Plus tier real soon that uh, I've not told you about yet, but popped no. into my head yesterday and I think that it's going to be quite cool. Nice. Um, yeah. And other than that, I think Uh, there's nothing much else to shout about. So I'll say a massive thank you to you, the listeners, for tuning in. We appreciate you and the time you choose to spend with us each and every week. And as always, if you're looking to level up your writing and activate your author career, head on over to activatedauthors.com to find out all about our community, our resources, and everything else that we've got going on. One more time from myself and from Sam, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Good, 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 bye, bye, bye. Activate your energy. Thanks for listening to the Activated Authors podcast. If you're ready to unlock your true potential and activate your author career, then head on over to www.activatedauthors.com to find out more.